Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. We end today with one of this year's valedictorians from Ashland High School. Luke Hogan Lawrenson got straight A's. He acted in productions at his high school and with the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. And he has a form of cerebral palsy that makes speech and movement difficult. In fact, when he was born, a doctor told his mother that he would never be able to walk and would likely spend most of his life in an institution. But he walked by himself at the age of 12, and soon after that, he danced by himself. We talked with Luke yesterday, along with his mother, Jane. Luke uses a machine to help him communicate, which you'll hear as we go. In Luke's valedictorian speech, he said that he never believed the doctors who said he wouldn't be able to walk. I asked him why. Because I do not have any cognitive damage, and I was determined to prove them wrong. Jane, what about you? I mean, what drove you in those early years, and, and did you believe those doctors? No, because I was told this on day six, and I just remember being grateful on the way home because they said he didn't have cognitive damage. And I thought, okay, I can work with this then, and I'm going to prove him wrong because he wasn't a very nice doctor. So I just set out to prove him wrong as well. Mm. (laughs) I knew that there were many miracles out there and that this could happen Mm. for Luke. Luke, what kinds of messages did you get from your mom and your sister? You can do anything that you want. You can dream big. And it is really important to work hard. What do you remember about the first time that you walked on your own for the first time? It was amazing to walk by myself. I wanted to walk over and show my neighbors. What about the first time that you danced? It was amazing to dance by myself, and it felt incredible. Jane, what about you? What do you remember about the first time that you saw Luke dance? I just tried to grab a camera because I didn't. Somebody else remembered that for the walking, and I he just got off off the sofa and just started dancing. So I just grabbed my camera, and I couldn't I couldn't hold it still because I was so moved by it. (laughs) But I hit record and. You know, it's just one of the happiest moments of my life. Luke, um, my understanding is that this is connected to a Taylor Swift song, Shake It Off, which became a a kind of anthem for you. How? Shake It Off was my favorite song to dance to. It became my anthem because I have damage to my nervous system that makes it hard for me to handle stress. So my mom and I would always shake it off when I was having meltdowns or a hard time. Dancing always makes me happy. Hmm. That's obviously, that's just one song. But how important has Taylor Swift been for you? I I should note that you you mentioned it in your valedictorian speech recently. (laughs) Taylor has been super important to me. Her music helped me so much over the years. There's no one I would rather dance to or sing with. Jane, have you become a a Taylor Swift fan as well? 
Uh, yes. <laughs> we shake, we did shake it off before we got on today and it was so much fun to just shake off our nerves. Yeah. It, um, you know, I think she's been such a beautiful influence on so many people and she was so kind when we met her, you know, she's just an authentic person. Luke, what was it like to, so I, so I understand that a couple years ago you went to one of her concerts and then you met her. What was that like? It was absolutely incredible because it was my dream to meet her. She and her mom were so kind to us. Her mom invited us up to their booth to watch the concert with them. When Taylor came backstage, she called across the room to me, Luke, my mom says I am going to love you. <laughs> um, am I right that you actually, you got tickets to her current tour, the, the tickets that were so hard for some people to get that, that there were congressional investigations? Yes, we are going to see it around July 29. My sister Julia worked for two days to help us get the tickets. How are you feeling about seeing her again? This is a dream come true, because during the pandemic, I worried that I would never get to see her in concert again. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking right now with Luke Hogan Lawrenson, one of the valedictorians of Ashland High School this year. He lives with dystonic quadriplegia cerebral palsy. Jane Hogan, Luke's mother, is with us as well. Luke, you grew up in Ashland, a city that's obviously famous for theater. When did you realize that you wanted to be an actor? My sister was an actor at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, and when I was 11, I was in a summer camp called Project Up. It was a camp for kids with different abilities to do a musical. The show was High School Musical, and I got to play Troy. That's when I knew I wanted to be an actor. What was it like to work with professional actors at OSF? It was fantastic. I knew some of the actors from shows they did with my sister at the festival, so it was a lot of fun to be in a show with them. I also met a lot of amazing new actors. What did you learn from them? I learned more about acting by watching all of them. I also learned how hard they worked in their job. Can you tell us about the Ashland High School production of Curtains? The director, Michael Hume, was someone that my family knew from the festival. We told him that I wanted to be in the show. He was amazing and came over and met with me and my mom a few times and wrote a part in the show for me. How do you approach timing on stage since you need to program your speech into the device that actually, you know, the, the device you're using now to actually say them out loud? It was really hard at first. I think my mom should help explain it. Yeah, it was um, pretty complex because he was trying to hit the talk buddy with the same hand that he was navigating his wheelchair with and then add blocking to it and add timing. And then after about a week of rehearsals, Luke had the idea to use his head pointer. And so we put the head pointer in a baseball cap and then he had his hand free to navigate. And then it became, you know, much easier and just a matter of the repetition of it. So it took him a show or two, but by the second show, 
the timing was really succinct. A head pointer, I, I think I've seen that on the video from the valedictorian speech where it's, it's kind of like a, a stylus attached to a hat and then um, which can be used to, to hit the touch screen to, to play different lines. Is that the way it works? Yes. Luke, what did it mean to you to become one of your high school's valedictorians? Mm. It's been a dream of mine since my sister did it. It has brought me so much joy. I also feel more confident. Jane, what about you? What was it like for you to watch your son give his speech? Incredibly moving. <laughs> just, you know, just to watch in awe that this resolve that he has and then he did, you know, said five years earlier, I'm going to be a valedictorian like Julia. And I did everything to talk him out of it. <laughs> and because I saw how hard it was on Julia. And he said, no, mom, I'm going to do it. And I said, Luke, you have cerebral palsy. You have dysarthria. You can just get bees and I'll be really happy. And he said, no, I'm going to do this, mom. So that he again showed me for the umpteen time that he's capable of much more than I imagined he's capable of. Has that been a role that you have had to navigate over the years? I mean, it seems like as a mom, obviously you you want your 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 children to excel, but you also want to take care of them. I'm just curious how you have managed that as a parent. Well, truthfully, Julia, my daughter, has helped a lot with that. She shows me how to push Luke much better than I'm capable of it. And you mean you mean because she's not her. <laughs> Um, the mom figure, it's easier for her to push. Exactly. And she's the older sister. So she expects the most out of Luke out of everybody. Hmm. And then when he was at OSF, that really raised the bar because I, you know, Luke never knew. He had never been doing something that he was so passionate about. And so OSF raised the bar on him and he had to go to school full time. He was working six days a week. He was doing shows and he navigated it all beautifully. And I don't know that I would have ever pushed him that much, but he pushed himself and showed so beautifully that he was capable of so much more. Luke, what do you think that people who don't have disabilities, or maybe I should say people who don't yet have disabilities, what do you think they most misunderstand about life with disabilities? That we can do a lot more than you think we can if given the chance. Jane, what have you learned from Luke? Um, that every day, no matter what the challenges are, that if we can approach it with love and more love and joy, everything goes much better. And that we're really here to help each other and to be of service to each other. And all those other things I was taught in school were not nearly as important as that. Luke, Going forward, what what are your goals now? My first goal is to help my mom get this handicapped accessible travel van because all my dreams require me to travel. I want to do public speaking, acting, and modeling. I would also love to work for Taylor Swift. I want to speak at high schools and share my story and show the documentary about when I was in Hairspray called Including Us. And I hope to help other teenagers. Luke and Jane, thanks very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Thank you. That was Luke Hogan-Lawrenson and Jane Hogan. 
we spoke yesterday. Tomorrow on the show, more people are enrolling in lifeguard certification courses this year, according to the Red Cross. But it's still going to be a challenge for many places to hire and retain enough lifeguards this summer. Did the pandemic affect your ability to sign up for swimming classes or to get into pools? You can leave us a voicemail right now at 503-293-1983. If you don't want to miss any of our shows, you can listen on the NPR One app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Our nightly rebroadcast is at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. We'll be back tomorrow. Think Out Loud is supported by Steve and Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, and Michael, Kristen, Andrew, and Anna Kern. Information continues to come at us faster and faster. Sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.